After months of speculation, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor finally broke his silence and spoke to reporters today at the Colts facility. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. This is your daily podcast covering your Indianapolis Colts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code in all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am Jake Arthur, and he is Zach Hicks. You know the two of us from HorseshoeHuddle.com. You know how this early season thing's been going. I've been uh, bringing you the latest scoop from the facility. Zach has been breaking down all the X's and O's and showing you how this new Shane Steich and Anthony Richardson offense is working, giving you the nuts and bolts. And with that, we bring you to today's show. Uh, running back Jonathan Taylor, who has, of course, been going through the whole contract thing. He's been coming back from an ankle situation where he had a procedure all the way back in January. Now there's been a trade request. He finally spoke to the media on Thursday. Um, it's the first time we've talked to him really since June, I believe. And since then is when all the stuff has been coming out. So we haven't talked to him uh, since the proverbial ish has hit the fan, essentially. Um, and it was odd. Zach, I don't know if you've watched the whole thing yet, but so we've seen two sides to Taylor when he's spoken to the media. Throughout most of his career, it's been almost Russell Wilson-like, uh, very coach speak, very rah-rah team, good guy stuff. The spring, though, when we spoke to him is when we started to hear the seeds of, you know, I w- you know, I'd like a new contract. I want to feel valued, that stuff. Like it started to kind of go against the grain a little bit. And then kind of radio silence. And then that's when the contract stuff and all that happened. Today, Russell Wilson was back. Uh, It was was very, uh, very positive, very coach speaky. Uh, He got peppered about questions. Do you still want to be with the Colts? Do you still want to trade? Uh, You know, what's why did it take so long with the ankle? What's going on with the contract? And everything was deflected back to him being happy to be back with the Colts, uh, back on the practice field because – Wednesday and Thursday were his first official kind of practice sessions. The Colts had a walkthrough on Wednesday. Uh, Everything came back to, I'm happy to be here, happy to be healthy. Uh, He didn't want to talk about the tough stuff, unfortunately, which could be expected, I guess. But, uh, man, Zach, what what did you get out of this? Was it uh, kind of a bummer that this is what we heard after all this time? Jake, I think this is my second time ever breaking down a presser or a press conference. The other time, obviously, being the Jeff Saturday one from so last year. So much better. So, like, honestly, this one's pretty normal for me, at least. Like, pretty normal compared to that one, that that mm. crazy disaster of one last year. Uh, but, no, I, I mean, yes, it was very coach speak, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, it was kind of hilarious how much he deflected off of the contract thing, being like, Oh no, contract stuff for the offseason. It's like, bro, come on. <laughs> like it's it's been the conversation for months now. Like, yeah. yes, like yes, you haven't spoken about it 
out. So it's not like, you know, it's not like he's directly gone out and been like, oh my gosh, like I need this contract now. The Colts are, are doing all this, but like behind the scenes with the agent and, and turmoil and all the reports and stuff. Um, it was, there's clearly more than just a, oh, the contract was off there. I'm actually healthy now. Let's play. It was, it's clearly a little bit more than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, my biggest takeaway from this whole thing and, and, I guess it's the most non-speculative I can be about it because you guys know me. I don't like to speculate too much on players' thoughts or feelings or or what have you with that kind of stuff. The biggest thing that I can say that I got out of this press conference is Jonathan Taylor is committed to playing for the Colts right now. Right now, he is right committed now. to play. Yeah. For the rest of this season, at least, or at least until whatever, he is committed to play for the Colts. That is my takeaway and if I want to be someone who lives in the moment rather than lives in the future, Jake, I want to live in the moment and think about what Anthony Richardson's going to be like on Sunday rather than next year or what Jonathan Taylor is going to be like on Sunday compared to next year. I'm happy with the moment of this right now mm. because it looks like all signs are pointing towards Jonathan Taylor actually suiting up for at least a couple games with the Colts this year. It could be the whole season even and playing some football with Anthony Richardson. I couldn't be more happy about that. I love the potential duo of those two. We were talking about all off season before the ish hit the fan, like you mentioned there, Jake, about how we would love to see these two playing together and how having that big dynamic breakout speed type running back alongside Anthony Richardson would be a big thing. So yeah, you know, you could look at this, this press conference in multiple ways. Yes. He didn't commit to the Colts long-term. He didn't really talk on the contract. He didn't really talk about the crazy off season, but he did commit to the Colts right now for right now for at least this season or at least until he gets traded. I don't know which one comes, you know, which one comes first or anything there, but he is committed to the Colts at this moment. And we're yeah. likely going to see him playing with Anthony Richardson at some point this year, which I, you know what, at this point, I'll take it. I'll take it at this point. So I'm happy that he's back. I'm happy the Colts have another dynamic player uh, and him next to Anthony Richardson for how many weeks we gonna, we're going to get it is going to be a really fun thing to watch. Yeah, kind of how I read the whole thing was uh, there was no denial of like wanting a trade or anything like that. You know, he said, I'm here, you know, and I'm, you know, I, I don't want to comment on how I feel or whatever, because I'm I'm here or my commitment level, whatever the, the question was. Um, but yeah, he said, you know, I'm, I'm with the Colts for now or right now. So to me, that doesn't say like, I still don't want to trade. It's just say, while I'm with the Colts, I will play hard and work hard and be here to support my teammates. Mm -hmm. But you know, if a trade happens, of course, that's not gonna, I don't yeah, think it's it, going to ruffle his feathers. <laughs> like again, if I were to read between the lines with this, pretty much what Jonathan Taylor told me in this press conference was my back's against the wall. This is my only thing I can do. Like I can't sit out the whole year. I'm not, I'm not going to make money that way. If I want that next contract, whether it's with the Colts or, or whoever else, I need to play the rest of this season after getting off this pup list. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of the way I took it was very much like a, uh, maybe I don't want to still play for the Colts, but I got to play. Like I have to play. No one's going to give me the contract I want if I sit out an entire season after having an injury plague season last year as well. So let me come to camp, play off the whole thing as me being injured and reporters just making stuff up for clicks and, and all that. And then we'll we'll cross that bridge when we have to after the season if I can put some healthy tape out there, which, you know what? Fine. I'll take it at this point. I will take that stance from him if that's what it really is. At least that's what, again, I'm kind of getting from it. Again, I don't want to speculate too much, but if that's the whole stance here, fine. 
I will happily take it. We can, you know, we can go right back into all this drama in the offseason. Let's just play some football this year. Let's get him next to Anthony Richardson for a little bit. And we can worry about the drama, you know, come January, February, March, whatever the heck that it's going to be there. Yeah. And if you guys didn't catch the press or anything, it is on our uh, video. So go ahead and just go to the Locked on Colts feed. It's all there. Um, but yeah, just going beyond that to the actual on field stuff, it sounds like we'll see him as a Colt at some point uh, this season. Maybe soon he didn't he didn't really want to commit to Sunday either, just like Shane Steichen didn't. Uh, I I think everyone's just waiting and see what it looks like him in a full speed practice with the team schematically, explosive nature, all of it. Um, so maybe we'll see him soon. Uh, but that is good. I'm I'm really eager to see what it looks like because we know how it changes things, like for Zach Moss with Richardson out there. But shoot, someone like Jonathan Taylor, uh, holes look totally different. Like you just kind of get things at warp speed so that's uh that, that's really cool i was curious for you though let's say he plays this week and they just have like a small package of plays for him just hypothetically what would you do with him just to get his feet back under him if if he were to play like five plays yeah, you know, give him a couple split zone carries at the middle, some RPO type things, you know, where Richardson could give him the ball or, or pull it out. Uh, nothing too crazy. You know, you want to work him out of the gun because that's what the Colts primarily are. They're a gun team right now. So get him a couple split zones at the middle, maybe, you know, a, a stretch run or two just to get his feet under him. Uh, but yeah, I think personally, I would keep him active for this game, even if I don't plan on using him just as a smoke screen for the Tennessee Titans. You have to prepare for that. Uh, and even if you only give him like five to 10 snaps in this game, you know, get him, get his feet under him, use him as a decoy even and stuff like that and, and let him get out there. But I would love to see him make his debut this Sunday, but I, I do expect or assume he's going to be back sometime within this 21 day window. It might be the Jaguars game after this, but you know, it very well could be this Sunday against the Titans. Yeah. I think I saw the Titans said they're, uh, they're preparing as if he's playing. Like yeah. if you're practicing, you're playing is <clears throat> essentially what they said. And he's been a full participant both days so far or, Wednesday's walkthrough uh, projection. Uh, so here in a minute, we're going to talk about the lengthy CVS list. That is the Colts uh, injury report. And then we'll give our final takes on the game. But first, a word from our sponsors. Fella, the seasons are changing. And that means you got to go to your wardrobe, see what you got, what you still need. And I've got to suggest to you some bird dogs. Uh, their pants are just out of this world for any occasion, really. Uh, golf. We still got a little bit of golf left for those in the Midwest, and it's about to get real cold. Uh, evening wear, date night, like they've pretty much got it for everything. Casual, formal, whatever floats your boat, they have something for everybody. Uh, they've also, comfort is, is the name of the game with them. You know, they've got this nice cloud knit fabric that kind of throws everything away that you knew about uh, khakis before. Because everyone said, when everyone talks about comfort, they talk about, oh, it feels like I was sitting in a cloud. And that is their intention, intention, cloud knit fabric. So that's really nice. They also have the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric. That's always good because you don't want to show up after doing some yard work or whatever, smelling like yesterday. You know what I mean? So um, they also have nice swag that they give you whenever you go to the website in order, whether it's the hat, which for me, my wife has already stolen it. Uh, they've got a nice Yeti style tumbler. I drink out of that all the time. It's actually in my car right now slammed my coffee in it this morning so uh bird dogs man it, it's the time of the year especially to be going to get new trousers and bird dogs is where it's at so go to bird dogs.com slash locked on nfl 
or enter promo code locked on NFL at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order this time around water bottle so that's birddogs.com slash locked on nfl for a free water bottle at checkout you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you that and football season is here and locked on is kicking up our coverage with locked on nfl kickoff live each friday locked on will go live at 2 p.m eastern time on every locked on nfl youtube channel host tanitra batiste jarvis davis and kyle krabs will break down every game on the nfl slate to get you ready for your team's matchup your fantasy lineups your betting angles and more plus get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of nfl hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else find locked on nfl kickoff live every friday at 2 p.m eastern time on any locked on NFL YouTube channel. All right, Jake. So getting into this Colts injury report, it is a laundry list of injuries that we have to deal with with the Colts. Now, it did look a little bit better here on Thursday. So we're yeah. recording this on Thursday. They did get a couple guys back from injury, uh, practicing at least some kind of limited capacity. So that's something promising. But the big three that are still not practicing and at least two of them, I think, are extremely unlikely to play this weekend and would be big losses. Uh, you got Shaquille Leonard, did not practice with a groin injury, Quiddy Pay with a brain injury, and then Bernard, uh, Bernhardt Ryman. Bernhardt Ryman. That's how you say his name, by the way. I've been working on it all day. I've been like listening to like an audio tape of how to pronounce his name. Bernhardt Ryman, uh, also with a brain injury, did not practice. So Quiddy and Ryman, I think it's extremely unlikely that those two are going to play. They would have to log a practice tomorrow and still be cleared by an independent neurologist all by Sunday. And that's a big concern against the Tennessee Titans team that dominates the trenches against anyone they play against. Yes. Their offensive line is still not the greatest, but they do just play that physical brand of football where they're going to beat you up in the trenches and not having Ryman or Quiddy pay for that type of matchup. It's concerning, especially what, when Ryman's backup looked like he did last week and the Tennessee Titans are a really smart team, just like the Los Angeles Rams. They're going to be getting to Nico Autry over that matchup. They're going to get Simmons out there a couple times, start rushing the passer over the left tackle. So I'm pretty concerned about those two injuries. Leonard, not as much because there's two other linebackers on this team that have been playing extremely well. But Quiddy and uh, Bernhard, just, that's, that's scary for me right there. Yeah, so his teammates call him Bernie. So like, if you want to go and say Bernie, you can go ahead and Bernie. do that too. Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I, I've researched that. It's apparently it's like air. It's like the, it's Bernhardt. Bern, yeah. It's Bernhardt. Bernhardt is how you say that first name. But all right. Well, that's yeah. going to take a long time for that to land with me. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. It's like the Okereke stuff. It's like Shaquille oh, Leonard. Do. I am trying. It's uh, Ebu Kam. We're still trying here on this <laughs> on this show with Ebu Kams. <laughs> that's all you can do. Uh, but no, I'll, honestly, I'll throw Leonard in there as one who seems like it's probably probably doesn't seem likely to play either just because he sat out a lot of that second half last week mm -hmm. hasn't practiced yet um so I, I think that groin injury was a new one that showed up this week as well so we'll see they may want to give him a week to rest and just kind of reset regroup everything uh that makes sense but we'll see uh but those other guys yeah i mean i think there's ways they could technically be cleared but we've seen the colts be pretty cautious with uh concussions so far deforest buckner and taekwon lewis uh, neither of them practiced on Wednesday, but they both got back in a limited fashion on uh, Thursday. So that's great. It feels like there's never a healthy DeForest Buckner or Grover Stewart when they play the Colts play the Titans. And so just kind of sticking with tradition, but at least he got a practice in on Thursday. Uh, so that's positive. Uh, Mo Alley Cox did not practice Wednesday. He was back at full on Thursday, 
Quentin Nelson positive as well because he was a DNP on Wednesday back in full Thursday, which is a little better than it had been going in the last couple weeks, if I remember the pattern there properly. Uh, Ryan Kelly, full from his concussion. Uh, his thing last week was he got to full on Thursday, but then was out of practice on Friday. He didn't pass you know, the final tests of, of his concussion test. So uh, we'll see how that goes tomorrow. He, maybe he clears the protocol. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, and then Jonathan Taylor, of course, logged two full days of practice so far. So it's not great. I, I mean, for the Titans, they, they've got some as well. Like Traylon Burks is still out, uh, was their top receiver until uh, DeAndre Hopkins got there. Tierra Tart, who always seems to wreak havoc on the Colts, he's been out all week as well. Um, so you hate injuries, but like if the Colts are going to have a bunch of guys injured, then they certainly get a little sigh of relief if those guys are unable to play. Yeah, if Tart's not able to play, that's massive because he's like a Grover Stewart type for this. Yes. Uh, he is a phenomenal run defender, really good player. So if he's out, that really helps the run game. And honestly, if Jonathan Taylor's active this weekend and Tart's out, pound him in. Get, just get that run game going. Like, get Taylor out there. I don't care about starting slow with him. Get him out there for, for 50 carries. I don't care. Uh, if Trent but... Richardson can play for the Colts the week he was <laughs> traded for, then I've got faith in JT. Right, right. But no, if we're looking at this Colts injury list, though, I mean – if we're counting Leonard, Pay, and Ryman all out, and Buckner's likely playing, Taekwon Lewis likely playing, Quentin Nelson likely playing, and, and Mo Ali Cox is almost certainly going to play as well. But Ryan Kelly and Jonathan Taylor, the big question marks there. Because Ryan Kelly, like you said last week, was full practice all week until that Friday he had a setback or or something. I don't think we got too much clarity on that, but I guess he just, it was some didn't, kind of... he just didn't pass the protocol was essentially what we heard. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he didn't pass protocol. So we'll see if he ends up playing again. That's a pretty big thing if he plays or, or if he doesn't play, because even if Tart is, is inactive, they still have Jeffrey Simmons on the interior. Yeah. who's a top three defensive tackle in football, just a phenomenal player. And Kelly was playing some outstanding football before his injury, but we haven't seen him for the last two and a half games. So having him mm -hmm. back would be massive. And then again, Jonathan Taylor, we've already talked about him, but uh, we don't know if he's going to be back for this game or not. But, you know, when you're looking at this injury list, you got three guys, potentially, if you count Kelly, Ryman, and, and Pay, that are maybe not playing in the trench battle against the Tennessee Titans. Like, I know in the crossover yeah. yesterday, I really talked about this in detail, but like, that's that's concerning to me. It's It's a tough team to go into unhealthy on the trenches or on the offensive line and defensive line uh, because they'll make you pay for it. And it's the way that you beat the Titans is by beating them with physicality and, and beating them up front in the trenches. So not having those guys or, and, and honestly, the other big one is, is DeForest Buckner going to be on the pitch count again? Because if he's on the pitch count, yeah. the Rams oh. attacked when, when he left the field, the Rams attacked. And then, so smart money is for the Titans to take the same approach. Right. So like if DeForest Buckner's on a pitch count as well, God, I mean, I can only imagine what Derrick Henry is going to do in the ground game because Kyron Williams is one thing. Kyron Williams, pretty much every way, like for whatever the yardage of the run was blocked to get, he was going to get that yardage and nothing else. Derrick Henry, <laughs> if you're if the blocking is going to give him five yards, he's going to turn that into 15. You know, it's Derrick Henry, even even though he's pushing 30 now, it's still Derrick Henry. So it, it's a pretty important injury list coming up. I wanted to have a whole segment on this because tomorrow or Friday when you guys are listening to this on Friday uh, is going to be really important to see who's playing for the Colts because my prediction for this game really comes down to which of these guys are going to be healthy and playing. Like yeah. if they get Kelly back, if they get Taylor playing, 
if they get Buckner at a full full pitch count, then I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm good with that. But they're down pay. Ryman, Kelly, and Buckner is on a limited snap count again. Then I'm feeling really concerned about this matchup. Yeah. Since it's spooky season, let me put it to you this way. <laughs> Derrick Henry is the 12-foot skeleton that everyone has in their yard now. <laughs> For the Colts, they can only combat that with their own 12-foot skeleton, who is DeForest Buckner. So yeah. that's the that's the only way to do it. Otherwise, it's 12-foot skeleton versus fake gravestones, and that's not great. <laughs> now, leaving the, the Halloween uh, jokes behind for now, I'm sure we have a whole month full of that kind of stuff uh, going forward There's here. more where that came from. Yeah. We're going to give our final thoughts on this Colts-Titans game. We did a little segue there by talking about what we expect with the injury report, but we're talking more detail about Colts-Titans and kind of our final predictions uh, before this week of games. But first, prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Prize picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. And again, you guys know with my attention span, that is perfect. With the prize picks reboot policy, our, your entries stay in place even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Booted, which again if you guys had anthony richardson a couple weeks ago against the houston texans that could have been good or bad because he probably got you a lot of fancy points actually in those knows that one quarter that he played but anyway you can get that rebooted if a player leaves early which is huge prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl and use code locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to one Again, that's pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Jake. So going into this matchup with the Titans, you know, you have the numbers here and it feels like way more than this, honestly, in my head. But the Titans have won the last five in this matchup, six of the last seven. I think the last Colts win was with Phillip Rivers back in 2020, the that first game. Right. Yeah, I think it was the first game they played against Titans, which the second game was the game when Buckner was on the pitch count and the Titans jumped out to like a 28 point lead in the first half. It was just a beat down from there. And since then, the Colts have been the Titans little brothers have been out physical in each one of the games. They just have had no answer for Derrick Henry and the Titans offense. And unfortunately, Taekwon Lewis has gone down with injury each time. So maybe he should sit this one out, actually. Um, and it's it's been in late October. So it's early yeah. October now. It's been around week 10. Okay. Over the last couple times. Yeah, yeah. But the Colts really need to emerge from this shadow now because for a team like the Colts in their in their history, they've always dominated the Tennessee Titans. Back in the Peyton Manning days, they always had the Titans number there. Obviously, the Andrew Luck era just killed the Titans constantly. I think he was, what, 12-0 against the Titans? 11-0? 11-0, yeah. Yeah, 11-0 versus the Titans. And now they have their new franchise quarterback. They have their new guy they want to take over that mantle of Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck with Anthony Richardson. It would be fantastic for him to start off his Colts career with a big win over this team that those two used to dominate and continuing that trend of dominating the, or dominating the Tennessee Titans. But it, again, it starts in the trenches. And then obviously you want to, you want to have that uh, extra explosion with Anthony Richardson, but man, it would be really, really big for the start of the Anthony Richardson era to kick it off with such a big win against the Tennessee Titans, especially at home when they haven't won a home game in like nine straight games now or something at this point. Yeah, quarterback has always mattered when it came to the when it came to the Colts actually winning in this one. And like you mentioned, Andrew Luck, 11-0 and 0 
Peyton Manning always had really, I mean, he did it against everybody, but like Peyton always controlled that as well. And when I think back to these Titans games, especially all the losses, it has been about physicality. It's been about that Tennessee front seven. It's been about Derrick Henry. I think with Richardson and his ability to escape sacks, like whether that's literally just maneuvering the pocket or getting rid of the ball as he's being taken down, I think that's going to be pretty big in this one because that's in his DNA as well. We've seen guys like Luck did that. Carson Wentz did that. They never stop. Like that is in their DNA. And so I, I think Richardson's ability to just like kind of absorb that punishment or at least escape it will be huge because until we see otherwise, Tennessee is still like, there's still me that defense that comes and punches you in the mouth. We saw it last year with Matt Ryan. It just hasn't changed. I, I I'm probably going to milk this to the last second, making a prediction. Cause I really don't know. I think it'll be close. Um, like it always is the trench stuff is going to matter. So you, it's hard to say until we know who's playing. But because Anthony is the quarterback, I think I'm willing to say the Colts will win this by a few. It'll be like close. It'll be like 20 to 17 or 23 to 20, something like that. Um, whether or not Taylor's back, you know, Zach Moss just knows how to pick up those yards. It may not be like fantastic, but it's like how Frank Gore always knew how to pick up yardage. You know, it's not mm-hmm. explosive, but it's yardage. Um, so, I think the Colts will be able to have a little bit of a rushing attack, even though Tennessee's really good against the run. Um, but Anthony is going to make the difference. Yeah. Like that will be why they win. And again, it'll be close. Like I think if Gardner was the quarterback, no disrespect to him, but this wouldn't be his type of game. You know what I mean? No, I think the Titans are just too aggressive for that type of style at quarterback. They jump everything underneath, especially with what we saw with Matt Ryan last year, that they were just attacking Matt Ryan from the get-go. Um so, yeah, I do think this is a game plan that's more suited to an Anthony Richardson who could spread out, spread out this really fast and aggressive defense, make them have to think on every single snap, and then mix in the occasional big play. But uh, one of the more fascinating things about this game is the disparity between red zone success for both teams' offense and defense. Because I do think a lot of this game is going to come down to which teams convert in the red zone and which teams don't. If you're going down there and kicking field goals every time you're in the red zone while the other team's scoring touchdowns, obviously you're going to lose. But we've seen with the Colts this year, their offense is top five in red zone efficiency. I think they've only had – actually, no, I don't think they've, they've had any drive this season where Richardson's got them into the red zone where they've kicked a field goal. Now, they had the one, I think, at the end of the Jaguars game where Minshew came in and finished that drive, and they didn't yeah. get points out of that. But out, but if Richardson has got them in the red zone and played till the end of that series, they have scored each time with Richardson. So they've had a really like efficient, that. yeah, they've had a really efficient red zone offense, but then the Tennessee Titans have had a top five red zone defense and not allowing touchdowns. Then you go to the other side of the ball. The Titans are one of the worst red zone offenses in the league at scoring touchdowns, but the Colts defense is one of the worst red zone defenses in the league at, you know, keeping teams from scoring touchdowns. <laughs> so it really comes down to which of these breaks first, you know, does the weak offense beat the weak defense Does a strong offense beat the strong defense or vice versa on both aspects there. Uh, because I think this could be a game where the team that scores three touchdowns and a field goal beats the team that scores two touchdowns and a couple field goals or one touchdown and like five field goals. You know, it, there's going to be opportunities to score in this one. It's just who can convert in the red zone and which side kind of gives in that weak versus weak battle and strong versus strong battle on the other side. Yeah, I'm hoping Tennessee throws some some plenty of man coverage looks at Richardson. I want that downfield game, I, especially I want the tight ends. To, you know, I want them to keep rolling. 
Drew yeah. Ogletree has really shown out. Kylan Granson, I don't think we've touched on this this week, but he had one iffy game and then people are already throwing it at him. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm looking for Granson to get back involved and kind of converting those things again. Want a lot of tight end stuff on this one, but I, I, I think we need that downfield game winning shot or not game winning, but you know what I mean? The, the downfield bomb to Pierce kind of got it last week, but get got to get everyone off Pierce's back too. But yeah, man coverage, let, let Anthony get all those, you know, convert those first downs. Let's do it. Yeah. Yep. Now, Jake, before we close out today, I know you want to, you have a special word from our friends over at Nevermore because mm-hmm. you're going to be at Nevermore yet again this weekend. That's right. Another home game. So come on out Sunday morning, 8 30 to 12 30 at Nevermore. Uh, I'll be out there doing the pregame show. I think Andrew Moore is going to join me once again. If you guys have been out there and, and checked that out, I think we put on a pretty decent show. Uh, food is awesome. Open bar. Uh, the, the price has been lowered a little bit, so that'll be nice. Uh, little discounted price but it's a it's a great uh tailgate perfect proximity to the stadium i park at the stadium and then walk over there and then walk back before the game it's it's really close um shoot go upstairs check out the view great patio view up there so uh probably not a better spot to be at on a a sunday morning on game day than out there at nevermore yeah, for sure. For sure. Every day is member. You can watch that performance live on YouTube as well. You guys can get lost in the literality that is nevermore here <laughs> on the YouTube word. channel, or you can go out there and watch Jake, obviously in person. And if you guys don't already follow at locked on Colts at Jake Arthur NFL and at Zach Hicks too, all on Twitter. Also subscribe to us on YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast. We'd love your guys rings reviews and we'll see you guys back here Sunday morning and Sunday evening after the game. It's going to be a fun one.